In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, welcome to Paying It Forward this week. I hope everybody had a nice, productive week. We're heading into um, February. I can't believe how the entire first month of January has already gone by. But um, today's guest is going to be incredible. I'm so excited um, to have somebody on that's actually going to talk about where we are now as far as the recession goes and how we as entrepreneurs can almost skip the recession. So before we get to that, let's start like I do every week with the business tip of the week. So this is quite an interesting tip. You know, the internet is an amazing thing. It is, um, it's made us so much smarter. It never ceases to amaze me that anytime I have a question about anything, if I have a pain or if my husband has a pain or if my kids aren't feeling well, or if I have a question about business, no matter what question pops into your mind, it's amazing that you can just go to the internet and find your answers. Um, so, But the one problem I find with the internet is a lot of times it can cause information overload. And sometimes we gather so much information that we become paralyzed. And what I want to suggest for this week is that once you gather your information, give yourself a chance to think before you make any decisions. Allow yourself to mull over all of the information before you take your next move. So anyway, that's my quick business tip of the week. So I don't want to waste any time because our guest today is chock full of information. Our guest's name is Tim Mann. Tim is he actually has, um, he co-authored a book with Dr. Stephen Covey, which so many of us know, and Dr. Ken Blanchard also. They're both um, incredible people. I can't wait to hear about that book. That book is called Discover Your Inner Strength. And um, Tim also is has an e-book, No Thanks, I'll Skip the Recession, that he had written with um, Mark Victor Hansen and Brian Tracy. So we'll get to hear lots about those two books. Um, before that, let's talk more about Mr. Mann. He is a leading authority on helping businesses enhance their productivity and profitability. Oh my gosh, I love this, Mr. Mann. <laughs> Tim, this is like uh, my highlight of my show. I'm always asking my guests, how can we 
certainly be more productive. But anyway, so they, he enhances um, their productivity and profitability by taking clients step-by-step from creating a clear plan of action to growing their businesses in today's economy. He successfully left the corporate world and with a shoestring budget started his business consulting company called 9010 Consulting. Tim is highly educated. He has his credentials. He has his degrees in business administration and computer networking, along with certifications in human behavior. Okay, so with that, let's bring Tim Mann on. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Josephine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking time to be a guest on Paying It Forward. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, you're, you're welcome also. But, Tim, we have a lot to talk about because you are just a chock full of information. But before we get to all of that, tell us a little more about your background and how you decided to become an author and what made you go into the consulting business that you have today. Okay. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about my background. It actually started at a young age. I became an entrepreneur at the age of 13. Oh, Wow. And I had my own golf ball business, and I used to sell golf balls back to the members. We lived on a golf course called Port Valley Country Club, and I used to sell golf balls back to the members of the club there every Saturday morning. I'd get up a Saturday morning and uh, on the weekends, didn't have to go to school. And I was making good money. It was all tax-free, and uh, that's when I first <laughs> learned how to manage money and how to make money. And I was actually able to buy my own car, a truck, uh, for $4,000 at the age of 16, uh, all cash with my own money. So I really learned what it means to have money and how to create money from nothing. So that's when the foundation started. Then you do the typical thing, go on to college and get into the corporate world. Uh, But I I had this dream of pursuing golf. Mm-hmm. So I quit uh, my corporate job with Wilshire Associates. Uh, they run the Wilshire, Wilshire 5000 on the oh, New York sure, Stock yeah. Exchange. Mm-hmm. And I moved up to Pebble Beach, California, and I was pursuing golf and learning how to be a champion on the golf course. And I came across a coach there named Ben Doyle, and he was considered one of the um, Top golf coaches in the world at the time. People used to fly in all over the world and train under him. And I spent hundreds and hundreds of hours with him, became personal friends of, of mine. And he actually now is retired. He lives up in San Francisco. And he taught me what's the foundation of what I call championship tools. It's something I coined in the industry. And I took those and have used those throughout my, after golf ended, when my, in my early 30s, I uh, took those championship tools and I used those in the corporate world. And I've used them throughout my career and I achieved success uh, through sales. And I've transactioned about, I'd say about $100 million worth of business transactions through my corporate career. So then I... That's being truly uh, successful, Tim. (laughs) That's a big number. Congratulations. That is true success. Well, I've worked with uh, Morgan Stanley on Pacific Stock Exchange as assistant to specialist. I've worked for Investors Business Daily, and also I can mention Wilshire Associates and 
At the end of my career, I was uh, a finance manager for Mercedes-Benz. I wanted a sales staff to sell more products in the finance department. So I took all these models I had in my head and all the things that I knew would achieve success, and I got up there one Friday morning meeting and started motivating the sales staff. Mm-hmm. And it was highly successful. I thought the, the sales staff were all veteran Mercedes guys. I thought they were just going to, like, trance on me. But uh, they were inspired, and I started doing it every Friday. And I noticed that the sales were improving in the in the finance department, and also their attitudes were starting to change. Wow. So that's when I got the idea to go on my own, and I thought I could do this on my own. Mm-hmm. And that was the time I left uh, working for someone else, and now I'm uh, financially free, and I work when I want, and I have my 910 consulting firm, and I've been doing it for the last five years. Oh, that's great. I mean, so you have that Wall Street background, Tim, and you said the Friday morning meeting. It's so funny because, <laughs> you know, my fiancé at the time, you know, he was – it was all about that Friday morning meeting, and uh, it's just such a different world, isn't it? Wall Street was just such a different world, and it's nice to have been able to kind of change the pace a little and to move forward with your career, you know, and start your own business. So I think yeah. that's great. The one other thing I just want to tell you, which is kind of funny, Tim, so when I interview the guests, you know, it's, I think you're like in the nineties now I've I've interviewed over 90 entrepreneurs and I can tell you 95% of the people that I've interviewed, all of them started out at entrepreneurs under the age of, let's say 14, whether they had, um, you know, a paper route or whatever business, you know, one person was selling, you know, the eight track, discs. Do you remember those? Oh, yes. <laughs> Go back a long time. How about record players? <laughs> Records. It's, it cracks me up, and there you were selling <laughs> golf balls. So anyway, so that's just yeah. our little, all about our guests. But um, what a great background. I love it. So well, thank let's, you. Yeah, let's talk more about... Um, we have here as, um, as a topic, the five uncommon ways to grow your business in today's economy. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that, Tim. Well, number one, I found out, I want to do some research and find out why businesses are failing and failing so quickly within like the first five years. There's a lot of statistics that the SBA does. And... The number one reason why is because they do not have a business plan. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. It's so important. And you know what? A lot of times a business plan is in the entrepreneur's head. But it makes such a difference, right, Tim, to make sure that it actually gets down on a piece of paper. Exactly. It's it's not getting crystal clear. And when you're writing it out, you start getting ideas of finding ways that you can improve your business. So that's number one. So you become crystal clear. You crystallize it by writing it out and getting crystal clear on it. And then within that business plan, the most important thing is having the marketing plan. Because I'd say, and you probably agree with me, that uh, 90% of business is marketing. Sure. I, I agree. Step by step. 
And you know what is really interesting now as the time has changed? I mean, just in the past couple of years, I don't know about you, Tim, but I agree 100%. You definitely need that business plan. You definitely need that marketing plan. But we also need a social media plan. Would you consider that social media plan, perhaps it's part of that meeting plan, marketing plan, and then, of course, it's part of the big picture, the, the business plan. So there's just so many changes in social media, and I've had several guests on that have convinced me that there's no way as a small business owner that you can continue with your business today without having a social media plan. But... Um, We're going to, I can't believe the first segment's already over, but we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk more about the business plan, marketing plans, and perhaps a social media plan when we come back. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend at Principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have Mm -hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where All Biz Talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jurassic on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So we have Tim Mann on the phone with on the line with us. And um, so, Tim, we were just talking about the five uncommon ways to grow your business in today's economy. And we said step number one is make sure you have your business plan. But as part of the business plan, we said you must have the marketing plan. And then my question to you was, is the social media plan part of the marketing plan? Absolutely, Josephine. It's, it's just it's another tool within the marketing plan, and it's 
as we rapidly change here in society, the social media plan is another good way, and actually most of it's free anyways, to uh, showcase your business on the Internet. So you're right, yes, uh, within that plan you should have the social media plan, and it's probably going to be changing here again in the near future with uh, new ways to have social media. So that's a good point to make uh, within that plan is to be on Twitter, to be on Facebook, to be on LinkedIn, and some of the other ones like Flickr coming up and Dog and some of these other social media sites. It's it's crazy what's going on, but what allows us, especially as small business owners, it allows us to compete with the big guys. And I know it took me a long time to kind of really jump on the bandwagon. But, Tim, I have to tell you, social media has helped me tremendously. I mean, a lot of my guests track me down through social media, and um, I get so much information, and I'm getting worried out about my Glovius product as well. And it's almost like I'm competing with the big guys so it's kind of it's super super important that social media plan so all right so that's step number one well i have one more question how detailed does that business plan have to be tim well the the business plan can be a general plan with all your information and but the detailed has to be the marketing plan that's got to be step by step by step Every month, you need to know how you're going to market your business. So the details got to be in the marketing plan. Your business okay. plan can be general when you're first starting out. I mean, you don't have to, unless you want to get some venture capital, then you'd have to have a really detailed, maybe have a professional write that business plan for you. But uh, starting out, you really focus on your marketing plan and know how you're going to market your business, where you're going to market your business and who you're going to market your business to. And the second component of the, of the uncommon ways to market, to do your business is know your competition. Okay. It's really, you have to know your competition, know what they're doing. And actually, if you, you study your competition, you're going to learn how to, to market your own business. So if you're really known and hone in on seeing what your competition is doing, and then you'll be able to differentiate yourself from your competition with, with having a unique, unique selling proposition, and that's uncommon. Most people just follow what everyone else is doing. Right. But if you could really differentiate yourself, then you'll stand out above your competition. So that's the second part of it. Oh, I think that's so, so important. And, you know, this whole thing about competition, I was reading an article the other day, and it said that almost what you were saying, that don't follow everybody's step. This this guy was saying, try to do the complete opposite. Yeah. You know, if you do the complete opposite, all of a sudden, you're causing people to stop, look, and wonder what you're all about, as opposed to just doing the same thing you know, as your competitors. So I think that that's a great, great point. Yeah, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of differentiating yourself. I have a client who's a dentist, and he was just following the crowd of doing arrows, having the discounts, and just calling him a regular general family dentist. And then I noticed that he's very gentle with his customers, with his uh, patients. So I said, let's call yourself the gentle touch dentist. So his business card says the gentle touch business and everything 
in his on his internet sites and everything that in his marketing is the gentle touch business. Dennis, excuse me. So he stands out, and people will see that. Well, you know, dentistry. What's the first thing you think about is pain. Sure. So he's the gentle touch. So then they get rid of the fear of having pain. So that's oh. what makes you stand out. Oh, I love different. that. Yes. That's so so brilliant. And you know what, Tim? What is sometimes as entrepreneurs we need to kind of expose ourselves to whether it be a friend, a coach, a consultant. Only because what is so common to us, ordinary to us, or obvious to us, is not so, it, you know, obvious to a consultant or, you know, a coach, where they could see things that, you know, I bet you that dentist w- looked at you and was probably like, well, that's just the way I do things. You know, he probably didn't think it was any big deal, but it was a big deal. And to the fact that you were able to market his entire business around it is is just so smart in my mind. Well, thank you. Yes. And he's now, uh, he's got two offices now. He's oh, wow. opened up his second office. So he wants to think about opening up a third one. So we're setting so, up all the marketing for it. Oh, that's great. So the gentle touch works. Yeah. <laughs> very, very good. All right. So let's go to number three. What's the third thing we have to do? There's what I call, there's three different zones inside your business. There's the, the before zone is when you're trying to get prospects to be clients. There's the during zone, and then there's the after zone. Now, the before zone, like I said, is you're, you're working on marketing and getting your clients and that's what everyone does. But the key critical things is what's called the during zone and the after zone. The during zone is where you're going to increase your business by continuing asking your current clients for referrals. And there's different ways of setting this up. While during you have a client, you can set up an email campaign, you can actually ask your your current clients for referrals very gently, and there's different strategic ways of doing that. And then there's the after zone where you're continuing to ask those same clients that to have to actually go out there and refer additional clients to you. Now, how do you do this? Well, there's through marketing and through asking them for referrals, you'll increase your business. And why is this? Because your current clients are your best referral sources. If you've done a good job, if you haven't done a good job, then it's going to be a lot tougher. But if you've done a great job with them, exceeded Tim, their expectations. I think I th- I'm so sorry. I think we, um, we got cut out there for a second. So, okay. yeah, I'm sure that my... Um, my listeners didn't hear that as well. So you said to ask the same clients to go out and refer you, refer clients to you again. How yeah. do you do that? Well, there's different ways of doing it. You could set it up inside your contract. There's actually a dentist over in Australia where he actually asks them, his door's locked every day. He does not advertise. And he asked when he first has a new patient, 
that if I've done a satisfactory job, then you refer two new clients to me, two new patients. And he's fully booked. He's got a very thriving business. And it goes against everything. It's very uncommon. It goes against everything that we are taught on how to, to run a business where we're supposed to always advertise and keep advertising and get new patients. Well, your best sources are within your, within your database. Uh, when I sign a contract with a new client, it says in the contract, if you're satisfied with what's the work I've done with you, then you refer me to new clients. So it plants a seed inside their head that they're going to be referring new clients to you. I think that's so smart. And um, it's a great idea. And like you said, it is out-of-the-box thinking where, yeah. you know, yeah, as business owners, we always kind of, we just have to put the fear down and just go out there and listen, if you do the best job you can do, you're doing a service to them by allowing yourself to go out there and provide your service to other people. So I think you just have to be proud of what you're doing and um, know that you're doing the right thing. Yes, and then you're going to perform better because you want those referrals. You're going to perform better while you have that client. That's one thing. And two, that you want them to be completely satisfied with the work you've done. So it's a great yeah. way, it's called the during zone, to attract new clients. Okay. So that's and great. You, so we have, yeah, go ahead. And then you have the after zone is where you're, you continue with those clients. You continue to market to them and ask them for referrals. There's different types of ways you could give them a referral fee, as you've seen. If you refer someone to me, we'll give you $50 or $100 gift certificate. That would be your after zone, is continue to ask your current database for new referrals. And you see that all the time. The oh, main yeah. thing that really differentiates is the, what's really uncommon is the during zone is actually asking while you have that client for referrals. Okay. Maybe when they're even filling out their paperwork. Yeah, yeah. you said that and right off the bat. So that sounds great. Okay, mm -hmm. so that was the third step, the third common, uncommon way to grow your business. What's the fourth one, Tim? The fourth one is financial. Now, most people run their business like they run their house, and they're really not financially stable. They do not have a budget, and they're out of money. It, it takes a lot of money to run a business. I don't want to scare one off, but it does take money to run businesses. Uh -huh. But, however, you can start with uh, hardly anything and build your business. Uh, but the main thing is you have to really have a budget within your business and very be strict about it, be disciplined not to, to blow money on things that are not necessary at the time to, to really keep the business going. I find out that most people run out of, business, out of money uh, in the beginning stages because they're buying new things always for the business that really are not necessary in the beginning. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. And it's so funny in the retail business with my Glovies product, I'll tell you, I was told very early on that you have to look at your budget down to the cents. Because yeah. even the cents count 
when you're ordering inventory, 500,000, a million pieces of inventory. So every single penny really, truly does count in your business. So with that, we're going to take a break and we'll be back shortly with Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. You can retrain your brain. Learning RX, the radio show, is on toginet.com. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning RX programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today, 903 617 6899. 903 617 6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning RX can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning RX, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V I K T O R and I movie.com. And Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Simaluka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central on Toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Tim Mann on the line with us. Tim is a co-author of several books, and we were talking about um, the uncommon ways to grow your business in today's economy. We got up to step number four, which is your financials, and we were talking about how very important it is to make sure that you keep on top of every single uh, penny in your business. So a quick question for you, Tim, is where do we go for the money if we need the money? Well, there's different ways. One is uh, a lot of people have gone to asking actually family members or friends or business associates for money. That's uh, one way. The other way is for SBA loans is your second source. And then the third way is uh, venture capitalists. If your businesses, if you have a really outstanding idea and it's starting to grow, venture capitalists is your your third way. The those are three three ways of doing it. The most common way to do it is probably be in asking your friends and uh, family members uh, to help you through the financing of your business. Okay. All right, so that's great. So we got through step number four. Let's move on to the fifth uncommon way. 
to grow your business? The fifth uncommon way is or I call organization. You really got to be organized. You really got to handle your time management. I find too many clients and people, they, they just waste a lot of time and we are distracted, bombarded by distractions. And like we we're talking earlier about social media, where the internet is distracting us from keeping on focus on what we have to get done during the day. There's a lot of key critical things you need to do during the day. And sometimes we forget those steps to bring home the bacon and you really got to focus on and really do not have distractions and like answering the phone unnecessarily. Let it go to voicemail if it's a friend or family member or someone that has nothing to do with your business. So the key thing is to really get organized and stay disciplined and stay focused on the things that need to get done during the day of your business. Okay. Can you tell us a little more specifically what you have seen with your clients that might be able to help our listeners uh, become better focused in their business? Like your one example is don't answer the phone. Are there any other tips you might be able to share with us, Tim, that can help us be more productive? Yeah, there's really, it's actually a habit you need to create and you're really going to have to stop yourself going on the Internet and start looking around. I find sometimes clients are wasting like a half hour, an hour, a couple hours a day just to start getting on the Internet and start looking around on it. And they're not – and the main thing is to have – what I do every Monday is with my clients is I have what's called Motivational Monday, and I send out to them every Monday a list of the to-do lists they need to get done and the projects that they need to get done. And it's a matter of having that in front of you and see it on a consistent basis each week. And if you could look at it every day, it's even more beneficial. And that way you're focusing on the things that need to get done in the business because we are bombarded by these distractions. So if you have a to-do list, that you're getting done every day and have the projects in front of you, the list of the projects you need to get done during the week or month, then you're more likely to break that habit of these distractions that's come up into our lives every day. I like that idea. So that sounds great. So of course the projects are part of your business plan. So it kind of all filters back to the big picture of the business plan. But Motivational Monday is such a great idea. I love that. Um, Thank you. So we have to, you're welcome. We have to write our to-do list, which is coming down from our projects. Yeah. Okay. And which then comes I from guess, your marketing plan. Okay, and then on Fridays, it's so easy for you to actually look back and see what you've accomplished for the week. And you, I like this because you know what happens a lot with me, Tim? I hate to admit it, but a lot of times I get in the paralysis mode. And it's only because I feel so overwhelmed because I'm doing so many different tasks. But you're 100% right. As soon as I get like that and realize I'm getting like that, I always go back to my to-do list. And once yeah. I can start checking off, okay, I did this, I did that, that feeling of I'm not getting anything accomplished goes away because you can actually see in black and white that you're making progress. So Yeah. And it's, like. It's, almost, it's almost like a victory. And if you could pump yourself up, that's why I work with these championship tools. It's a victory of getting these little things done. And, Josephine, it's always, always, 
always the little things that you're doing in your business that are going to make the biggest difference. We think some big things going to make a difference, but it's those little things you're doing day in and day out that are really going to make the difference in your business. Yeah, I think you're so right, because a lot of times, like, there's um, help a reporter out, Harrow, and um, this is where they send queries out, and as entrepreneurs, you can go in, and it's actually reporters looking for information and news, and it's a great tool for small business owners that want to get their word out. But for the longest time, Tim, I was responding to these queries, and... You know, it did take time out of my day, and it, they were tiny little baby steps, but I'd say to myself, wow, I just took 10 minutes out of my day. Was that worth it? And, you know, that's how I ended up on ABC Nightline News. It was because of awesome. that tiny little baby step I took. Next thing you know, I got quoted in one magazine, and then the producer of you know, ABC Nightline News ends up calling me because they saw my tiny little quote. So I agree with you 100%. It it is those baby steps. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so Tim, my question to you is, what is the number one sin business owners are committing? It's called procrastination. I think I am the queen of procrastination. (laughs) (laughs) How do we avoid it, Tim? It's going back to what we just talked about, the organization and breaking that habit. Mainly procrastination is based on fear. Okay. And the fear that we have that maybe our business is not good enough, our product's not good enough, we're not good enough. So it's really, in business, you've got to be mentally and emotionally fit. And that's one of the key things I work on with clients you really got to be emotionally fit to run a business. And if you're not, then work on yourself. Work to work on things in your life that you know that keep you from being emotionally happy in life. So it's really being mentally about reframing thoughts. That's one of the championship tools. You reframe those, those negative thoughts you have about yourself or about life. And you reframe those into positive thoughts. For example, it's probably saying to yourself with this recession going on that America's down right now and we have a low morale. It's really about saying, well, there's customers come in. Customers are coming from unexpected sources. My business is going to grow here in 2012. It's really about reframing those negative thoughts into positive thoughts and then anchoring in what I call positive emotions. You got to be seeding in positive emotions every day. And those, like I said, those small things you're doing is a victory for you and know that that's going to make the, the biggest difference in your businesses of small things. And it's really about being up, being enthusiastic and being happy each day. Even when the times are tough, it's really, you'll stand out and it's really being uncommon to have positive emotions day in, day out, even with this recession going on. Yeah, and you know what helps a lot, Tim? I find for myself, I need to have my cheerleading squad around me. So even if I am feeling like a little down, like what am I doing? Um, 
I always have, I literally have a list of my friends that I can call and they're all experts in different areas. And if I need them, they know when they get the phone call from me, you know what they need, I need to pick me up. And it's hard awesome. when you're really working by yourself, you know, I can see yes, that Yes, you happening. feel kind of alone sometimes. And it's sure. great that you surround yourself with a team and it's good to be surrounded with positive people and avoid the people that are negative uh, that you run into or in your life uh, because they'll just keep you down. So it's a matter of, uh, like you said, you have a great cheerleading team around you to uh, give you that pick-you-up. And it's so funny, Tim, believe it or not, my cheerleading squad does not include my family or friends. (laughs) It's, It's really funny because... I get that cheerleading when I go to a family function or when I'm out to lunch with my girlfriends. I'll Mm -hmm. get that. But the cheerleading that I need in business, I feel, has to come from the people that I respect. It's mentors out there that, you know, if I'm having a problem or with something, I know like Sharon Michaels was on my show. She's an incredible salesperson, marketing person. She knows retail. You know, I had a uh, Wall Street background. I didn't know retail. So I know I can call her and she's constantly there in a positive way to tell me you're doing great. You're doing exactly what you need to do. And sometimes my conversations could be five minutes with her, but that's what, that's all you need. So I think it goes back to exactly what you said. Being mentally and emotionally fit to run your business is so, so important. Yes. And like you said, you just, you call your, um, the mentor and then you feel confident again. Your confidence back right away. Yeah. Because there's, yeah. There's ups and downs. The world, it's, it's up and down. It's, you see the moon, the moon go up and down. You see waves go up and down. We're, we have months that are up and down. We have days that are up and downs. We have hours that are up and down. So it's really about knowing yourself and working on being mentally, emotionally fit to stay up the majority of times. I mean, they're not going to do it all the time, but uh, that's one reason I call my company called 9010 is Staying positive and emotionally healthy 90% of the time. Oh, that's great. I love that. 9010. I said 9010 when I introduced you. Sorry about that, Tim. But 9010 sounds much more like it. So, all right. So, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to hear exactly how we could get in touch with Tim Mann if you guys would like to hire him as a consultant or if you want to have access to his books. And we're also going to talk about Tim's top five business tips when we come back. So we'll be back shortly, everyone. Thanks for being a part of Paying It Forward. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years. 
and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairyTaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jurassic on Toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Tim Mann on the line with us. And um, Tim was so generous to offer a free strategy session with him. It's a value of $397. And I thought that, um, Tim, perhaps the best way we can do this is, um, how should we do it? We'll have people email me. They can email okay. Uh, me at josephine at payingitforward.com. That's, that sounds like a good idea. It's Let's actually josephine at payingitforwardradio.com. Okay, so that's my email address, and we can put it up on the site to let people to do that. But how are we going to pick choose our winner, Tim? What do you suggest? Just go ahead and see who emails you in, and then... Put it in a hat and pick someone from the hat. Okay, so that's write what we'll their names do, down. Their email I think address. I think that sounds like a good idea. But what I'm going to do is I'll wait till Monday morning because we get okay. an awful lot of downloads on the weekends, um, and we'll allow people the opportunity to actually listen to the show if they didn't have a chance to listen it to listen to us live this morning. So we'll do that. And on Monday, what I'll do is I'll have to remember to go and we'll post it on the TogiNet page to let everybody know who the winner is. How's that, Tim? That sounds like a great plan. I like it. All right. Okay, perfect. So with that being said, Tim, tell us a little more about how we can get in touch with you if somebody wants to hire you as a consultant or um, if if we want to get your book and everything. Okay. Well, I'll give you my website first. It's www.9010-9010consulting.com. You could uh, check on my Internet site there. And you could call me directly at uh, 818-292-2548. Again, it's uh, 818-292-2548. And you could also 
go on my internet site and get No Thanks, I'll Skip the Recession ebook for free. That's a free download, and it has the championship tools in it. That's oh, uh, No Thanks, I'll Skip the Recession. You see it on my internet site and get uh, the ebook to start using some of these tools to make your business thrive here in 2012. Wow, that's, that's a lot of information that you're offering my listeners. So thanks for providing that, Tim. And um, I hope you get some business from my listeners because they're amazing. I have an amazing following. How's that, Tim? That's awesome. All right. That'd be so- great. Yeah, and we're going to do our job and make sure we tweet our show today. So, because um, I think that this is real information that everybody can apply to their business right away. So, all right, with that, let's move on and let's talk about the five business tips that you have. What's your number one business tip? Number one and the most critical thing, as we talked earlier about being uncommon, is to start that business plan and start writing it. Start it by Friday. Have it started by Friday. Just start the business plan. We think, oh, this is going to take forever. Why do I need a business plan? It's mm-hmm. very, very, very important to start getting crystal clear about your business. You're going to learn so much about your business just by writing that business plan, getting it out of your head and onto paper. And within that business plan, start having a clear idea of how you're going to market your business with details, step-by-step, of the different things you need to do to market your business. So that's the number one thing is really have that business plan. I think that's so smart. You know why? Because I have to tell you, with my Glovies product, Tim, Mm -hmm. it's one thing to actually go have the product manufactured, manufactured, and to get them on the shelves of the retail stores. And I'm so proud to say that this is the week that you can go to your Dwayne Reed stores in Manhattan and Glovies will be available. They're actually being shipped to the warehouse today and by the end of the week they should be on the shelves. So that's like a big six years in the making, Tim. I'm thrilled about that. But I just want you to know what was a buyer asking me repeatedly. Okay, Josephine, so... Now you're on the shelf. How are you going to get them off the shelf? And what is your marketing plan? And that's all they care about now. They don't care about anything else. What is your marketing yes. plan to get the product sold? That's, so, yes. agreed. Super, super important. Okay. Tip number two. Tip number two is that with the social media and our different forms of communication now, we are lacking building relationships with people. And you really got to build the relationship with the person first instead of going for the quick buck. And as our things move so fast now that we, we, we're stopping from building a relationship first with somebody before doing business. So it's really key to build that relationship first to get to know the person, get to know what they're doing. That's another thing that I see lacking that we're not building relationships because of all the things that are happening with our communication systems these days. Yeah, that's so important. It's even like, have you noticed, Tim, like even small talk is gone. It's like, you know, I send an email to somebody and it's almost like, I want to know, how are you doing? How's this or how's that? And, you know, sometimes I feel like, wow, you know, when you text somebody, everything is so consolidated now that 
we can't even express concern for people in today's society. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But what happened to all the small talk that really established and built a relationship among people? Well, you're right, Josephine. Yes, it's taken out the emotional content of connecting with somebody with texts and emails. And you'd actually be uncommon if you just call the person and chat for five minutes. It's because uh, we're nowadays all we see is text and email. And if you actually called on someone and called a client, called the customer, uh, you, you'll connect with them and you're more likely to do business with them. Yeah, that's so, so right. That's if they pick up the phone, right, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> it's a catch-22, I'll tell you. <laughs> but all right, so let's do tip number three. Keep all your promises. Exceed the customer or client's expectations. I think you're right on the money with that. I tell my husband that all the time because he builds restaurants. And, Tim, I always say to my husband, you know what? Make the best restaurant you could make for them, but do it as if you're doing, you're building your own restaurant and give them more than they even expected. And what happens is his business grows just because of um, word of mouth from satisfied clients. And that goes back to what I was talking about the during zone. If you exceed their expectations, they're more likely to refer you. If you plant that seed, I'm going to exceed your expectations. I'm going to do a job that's beyond what you're thinking then they're more likely referring your plant that seed during while you have that that client. And really, you got to keep your promises. And if you can't keep your promises, then actually tell your client that I have to change our agreement. I wasn't able to do this, and this is what we have to do now, instead of avoiding them and not doing it, and you look like a flake. So it's really about keeping your promises, and your customers are going to love it, and you stay, have build that great relationship with your customer if you keep all your promises. If you can't keep it, then let them know immediately, as soon as possible, that you need to change the agreement and to work it out with them instead of okay. just avoiding it. Can't, do not avoid it. Yeah, I think you're so right. It's all about communication, isn't it, Tim? It's like half the clients probably wouldn't even be upset if they had to wait another day as long as you gave them a heads up and they could expect that. Right. The quality of relationships is based on the quality of your communication. And business is all about building relationships and having relationships. Yeah, that's a great point. Okay, and now we are up to your fifth business Uh, tip. Okay. The fifth one is find someone. You were talking earlier, Josephine, about having that mentor. Find someone that you could work with a coach, a consultant, a mentor, and really connect with them and learn from them. It's all we are. It's the journey along the way, and we're constantly learning. Don't think you know everything about business or already know that. It's really having that coach or consultant or mentor work with you, and you're going to build your confidence, and they're going to help you grow your business. It's really All the top people in the world have coaches. Even Tiger Woods has several coaches. So it's really you have to need you have to have a coach or consultant, a mentor help you along the way. Yeah, and I think you know if you can't afford to hire the coach or you can't afford to hire the consultant, I think if you get mentors, there are so many successful business people out there who would be willing to mentor you and. 
it's funny what I see, Tim, and you could tell me if you see the same. A lot of times when there are successful business people, they want to pay it forward and give back. And they're more than happy to mentor you. The only thing is you have to be truly respectful of their time and always be prepared. If you have a scheduled meeting with your mentor, you have to be so, so prepared that they feel good about helping you and you're not wasting their time. Exactly, Justine. That's a great point to make is be prepared beforehand before talking to them. Be organized. This is talking about being organized in your business. Be organized in these little things like when you talk to your coach or mentor. And they'll hold you accountable as well, and you're more likely to succeed when you have someone pushing you and holding you accountable. Yeah, I think that's so important. But I'll tell you something, Tim, I learned this week. I had Dr. Barbara Levy. She's like um, an incredible psychologist on the show. Uh, I think it was about a month ago in December, maybe the end of December. And she was saying that organization sometimes is a physiological thing, that some people are just not born organizers. And I thought that was so, so Um, interesting. And she was just saying that if you're not born, like I am incredibly organized. It's kind of ridiculous that you go to my spice rack and they're all in alphabetical order. It's ridiculous. But it saves me time. I don't have time. I'm cooking dinner and everything. I need to be efficient. But anyway, for those people who aren't like that, just hire somebody to come help you get organized and your business will be more successful because of it. But one more time, Tim, we're coming up to the close of of our meeting. Give us your website one more time, Tim. It's uh, www.9010consulting9010consulting.com. Perfect. Well, Tim Mann, thank you so much for being a part of Paying It Forward. You have truly shared, you have shared so much information with us and we'll get back to you and let you know who the lucky winner is. So have have a great week, everyone, and I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons 